1: and now it's time for part two of in the moment all right y'all let's get down to business speaking of amazing women shout out to angel reese and lsu (laughs) katie are you familiar with the story with her and caitlin clark in south carolina
0: john cena move all
1: right can you please take it from here
0: so, basically, during the playoffs, caitlin what's Caitlin's last name? Clark. All right, so Caitlin was a uh, player for Iowa, and she's white. I'm only mentioning this because it pertains to the story. And basically, she has good game out there
1: doing she's her thing. She's nice. She is. She is nice. She is good. They run the whole offense around her. I enjoyed watching the game, and I discovered that, but go ahead.
0: And so, just like any other sport, Players talk trash, right? Facts. And so Caitlyn did what is known as the John Cena move, you can't see me, where you put your hand in front of your face and be like, ah.
1: And a lot of people don't know this, but Tony AO did it before John Cena. Really? That's a fact from G-Unit. I didn't know that. I know. That's a fact. Okay. Yep.
0: So she does that move, but she's talking trash in the game. And everybody's like, yeah, Caitlyn, you, yeah. Everybody's hyping her up when she does that, right? Mm-hmm. But when Angel from LSU returns basically the favor.
1: Who is also nice. She's just as good. And about to go crazy in the WNBA.
0: (laughs) And does the exact same thing and then points at her finger for like, we about to get another ring. Is up. Everyone criticized her instead of hyping her up. They were like, oh, that's bad sportsmanship.
1: Why is it bad sportsmanship when she did it?
0: And by the way, she's black. This pertains to the story. It became this whole debate. How is it that one team, one player, it's like, oh, hyped up. Like, oh, she's just, you know, that's how the game is. But when another player does it, it's, oh, well, that's terrible sportsmanship. And criticize and criticize. You criticize the black woman, but you didn't criticize the white woman for doing the exact same gesture. The exact same.
1: I don't like it. I don't like it for a few reasons. Number one, it kind of feels like the same exact thing. When Tom Brady is on the sideline going crazy, it looks like he's hyping the team up. When somebody like Des Bryant was doing the same exact thing, he's toxic. Mm -hmm. You need to get him out the locker room, right? And this is not to take away from Caitlyn at all, because she's her. Yeah. She is fire. I mean, now, first of all, it's beyond the black-white thing for me, because, yes, that's obvious. And there were even, like, big-time black media people who stepped up to say that Angel was wrong, and she shouldn't have did that, but they didn't say nothing when Caitlyn did it. You're trash. I'm not even going to say their names. You know who you are. You trash, right? Right. But you know, even worse than that, even beyond the black-white aspect of it, what? no one cares when men do it.
0: Oh, not at all. They don't even talk about it.
1: They don't, it's not even a, it's a, a topic of discussion. And I saw more men engaged in the national championship game for women than they even were in the one for men. Yes. And I was one of those men.
0: This is the first time I was actually excited that yes. women's basketball was getting, like, the support that it deserved.
1: It was lit.
0: Like, everywhere I saw more of that game than any than the males. Like it you said. was
1: way more entertaining than the male game.
0: And I was happy about it yes. until this situation happened. And then all the commentary that came around it.
1: See, when, when they had Caitlin doing it, and then when they showed who Angel Reese was, for guys like me who are casual fans and not... Super supporters. That made me want to watch.
0: Yeah. I was
1: glued to the game, Katie, because I thought about you. I'm watching it all the way from vacation. I was lit. Like, this is fire. Yep. So when I saw them talking shit to each other, I'm like, oh, if women did this more often, I'd be here every game. Like, I was so hyped to see not only the talent, but the passion. And then when the game was over and everybody turned it into, well, they shouldn't behave like this. It's like, why? Because they're women? They right. can't talk shit on the basketball court. That just didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah, wouldn't do that if, if it was Steph Curry and LeBron out there. No. So I just didn't like the black-white aspect of it, and I certainly didn't like the male-female aspect of it. Right. I thought that was corny. But shout-out to LSU for winning. And it's the first time we ever seen the losers in Iowa get invited to the White House. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> We've never seen that before. Now there's
0: a lot of speculation.
1: Of course there is. Right. All of a sudden. Yeah.
0: That Jill actually was trying to change, you know, things and be like, oh, no, mm-hmm. everybody gets a participation trophy. But then there's another theory that she possibly wanted Iowa to win. It was like, wait, 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 wait. So you mean to tell me my team can't come? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm first lady. Then we ain't gone. <laughs> you facts, know what I'm saying? Right. But at least, you know, the good of it is that I feel like more people will be tuned in now. To women's basketball.
1: No, seriously, yeah, because that game was incredible.
0: And it's more passionate than you think. You ever see a whole bunch of women on their periods play sports Yo, and ain't never, also. <laughs> I never
1: thought about it. Yo, I got to come, come out here and ball on my period. Yo, you know, I'm really going to give you 40. Yo. This is a different kind of 40 now.
0: And I, like, the first time I saw like, a game, I was like, oh shit, was when Candace Parker got in a fight. It was like her second season in the league uh-huh. and she was throwing balls. I was like, oh my God, yes.
1: It was like that? Yes. She dunked on somebody? Yes. Okay. Because
0: Kansas Parks can dunk. So, yes. Yeah, I mean. Yes.
1: All right. So, you got me invested now.
0: Women's basketball is more entertaining than you think.
1: I'm glad that even though it came in a form of controversy, look how many people were finally talking about it. Yeah. So, sometime, as unfortunate as it is that it has to come in that form, at least it's coming in some form. Yes. Shout out to women's basketball. I genuinely enjoyed that national championship game. And shout out to LSU and Angel Reese. Plus, it's Reese. She family. I mean,
0: yeah, it's
1: lit. Who's next? Shout out to Charles Barkley. You know why? Gonna do, okay. why? Shout out to Charles Barkley because, uh, well, I'll just play the clip. I travel with a big bar of soap. I, I love soap. Why? Are you afraid
0: that it's not going to be in
1: the hotel? They started, Is there a, they, a, a reason? Yes. They started. logically that you need no, a specific be, soap? Because these hotels started being cheap, those bars ain't big enough. Because I almost had a couple accidents with the soap in hotels.
0: Uh, in what way? Well, when I
1: was washing a part of my body, I almost had a little incident. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> I almost had a little incident with those little bars of soap. Almost lose it? I almost lost it. And I was like, whoa, that was too close for comfort. So now I travel with my own big bars of soap. <laughs> Katie, where that bar of soap went?
0: Where the sun don't shine.
1: What (laughs) what the hell is Chuck talking about?
0: It went up his ass.
1: (laughs) Wait.
0: He's about to turn into the Pillsbury (laughs)
1: Doughboy. Why? How is it possible for you to wash your ass and end up with soap? In your esophagus. Now- <laughs> what the fuck is going on, Katie? Now,
0: wait. I'll give him credit because Charles is a big dude, right?
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right? yeah. So
0: imagine a, a little bar of soap. <laughs> he trying to lather up.
1: <laughs> it, just- <laughs> it just what? It just what, Katie? Wait, where his soap go? Soap. Huh? Now, now Charles Barkley is Houdini? <laughs> That's what you're telling me? Yeah.
0: He just got soap up his ass? Yeah. Oh my he claimed it didn't go up there. I bet you it went up there. He just left it in.
1: Why he wasn't using a washcloth?
0: He probably was.
1: No, he wasn't. No, he wh- no, why? If what? have you if you put the soap on the washcloth, because we've been talking about this on the big show. Yes. It's a stereotype of white people that they don't use washcloths. Right. We have spoke about this. Yes. Charles is black.
0: He uses a washcloth.
1: If you put the soap on the washcloth, then when you go to wipe your ass. You don't have the bar of soap there, This is
0: the visual that I have, right?
1: Why do you have a visual? Because... Okay, fine. I know
0: how to shake got. I'll judge locked. you later. Okay? Just tell me tell All me right? where the soap went. Look, not everybody just puts the soap on and then set the bar soap down, right?
1: Okay, tell me what the other people do then.
0: He has the washcloth and the soap together. Why? It's a combo. What? Because when you have the We're soap. We're not at with when
1: that's the- not fast food, okay? <laughs> this is a shower. Yo. Why is there a combo? The Soap's
0: on the inside of the washcloth. And he holding it, he's gripping it with the washcloth. And uh-huh. Just trying to scrub is with that, it.
1: Is that what you do? He, no. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? <laughs> Who does that?
0: My grandmother used to. <laughs> or will you, this? Wait
1: a minute, man.
0: Irish Spring was her favorite.
1: Oh. <laughs> she was sprung, all right? Ah, you got me. <laughs> Woohoo! Wait. Wait, this happened to Grandma, too?
0: Maybe. Oh, no. No, I think it went under her flat, but. <laughs>
1: oh. For those who don't know, Katie Grandmama had one titty and a bar open soap in her ass.
0: I didn't explain. Rest in peace, Grandma. True story, RIP.
1: <laughs> Forget it.
0: Uh, Gigi, Forget it. I, I don't want to play
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi. We love you. All right, yo. Shout out to Drake. You know why? Why? Because he's petty as hell. Oh, okay. That's it. He's yeah. a Scorpio. Ah. Uh... And you know he's been carrying his beef with Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Have you heard from Kanye? Yes, Kanye? I heard right? about. Th- huh? Have you heard from Kanye?
0: No, he hasn't called me lately.
1: Is he okay? I don't know. Reach out. I, I hope so. I don't think so he has been a little too quiet.
0: Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe he could be getting help.
1: Or it's a bad thing. And I'm not going to say why, because then we might end up being really quiet too. So anyway, (laughs) Drake is using Kim Kardashian right, as a, I guess a, uh, some kind of a, I I guess a a plot, a a toy almost of. A a pawn. A pawn. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. For playing with Kanye, right? Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Petty as hell. Yep. Petty never goes away. Nope. He's a Scorpio. I used to think that Cancers were the most petty people on the earth. Why? they petty.
0: But what about the emotion factor?
1: That's usually what makes them petty.
0: Oh, that's what drives— Think okay.
1: about it. Don't think of Cancers in terms of KK. She's different. Okay. If you had to think about who is the most petty male celebrity that you could possibly think of in terms of, like, dissing people and holding grudges— Who's the first person that comes to your mind? Fifty Cent. Cancer. See my point? Okay. So that's why I normally give it to them. Charlemagne. Cancer. Okay. They petty is a little different. So I always had them. What?
0: Side note: We can edit this. You heard about Webby?
1: I heard or seen? Which one is it? Both.
0: Okay. You said Charlemagne. Yeah. I thought Charlemagne the gang.
1: And Charlotte, your mate, your mate. And I ain't, I don't think I never better to say that right now. Like, I mean, Charlemagne. Hold on, say it one more time. Charlemagne. And Charlemagne my gang. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Like soap up his... All right. Don't worry about no, she went crazy. I was just trying to say that Scorpios might be the new Petty, yeah. but you keep talking about men and then Barkley and then Webby <laughs> and then ass and then we're moving on. This is In The Moment's Note of The Week. I Note of The Week. Katie, you're welcome. For what? For me doing the greatest thing that anyone in life has ever done for you. I signed you up. For the ass-slapping Olympics. Wait, what? What? What's
0: the ass-slapping Olympics?
1: See, I knew you have never heard of it, which is why when I saw it, I said the only reason that Katie is not on the list for the ass-slapping Olympics is because she has yet to see it. So in the background right now, as we speak, Katie is witnessing the ass-slapping Olympics For the first time, Katie, describe what you see.
0: Oh, it's women in like thongs and they're slapping each other's ass, but they have like body, adi, 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 adi. Like imagine two baddies in a thong and a crop top and they're just literally slapping each other's ass.
1: So kind of similar to this whole Dana White.
0: Soft porn. What is this? It's not
1: a soft porn. (laughs) It's it's a sport.
0: No, that's not no sport. It's
1: a sport.
0: What's okay? What's the goal here?
1: To slap ass.
0: <laughs> Cause she look like she's it's not the face one. The face one is like to slap to knock out. She just saying right. like, oh, you hit
1: it. No, I think you supposed to try to knock her out, but it's a lot of ass, Katie.
0: <laughs> oh, is it?
1: They are in a ring, right? Just like MMA. Uh-huh. It's an octagon, there's a crowd, and there's a woman bending over and there's another woman. Why is she sl- they're slapping yeah. ass. This is a sport.
0: This feels just as bad as the lingerie football league.
1: No, this is better. <laughs> Cause his ass. Yes. <laughs> so now, like, look how red her left cheek is.
0: It's red too. That's what I'm saying. What's the goal? Cause they're just taking it.
1: And their goal is to. Um, Where
0: does the dude come out with? Hey, I have a delivery for you. Like that's all I'm I want. You know?
1: I don't know. I didn't read the rules. They have a referee. Yeah. They have the fake Michael Buffer in there, <laughs> and then the women just keep taking turns. Bending over and slapping ass. And yeah,
0: they're just taking pictures of it. Like, so,
1: yes, I okay. don't know what the goal is. I don't know the rules.
0: The goal is to entertain men. <laughs> or those who like ass. Because I mean that's is a nice view, but still, I don't feel like a feminist by looking around. I, I,
1: I would never watch this filth. All I know is I signed you up. You don't oh, want to...
0: I forgot. That's the whole point of this. That's
1: the whole point.
0: <laughs> I got distracted by ass. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to defend myself. I would never watch this. But damn,
1: <laughs> the fact that you completely forgot that I signed you up, what's the rules? Where do they sell the tickets? How much for the floor seats? <laughs>
0: I really feel like I was being watched.
1: How much watch watching from the suite? For being a pervert. Oh, my God. Katie. Will you stop showing your true colors? I signed you up to compete. You don't want to slap. Wait, what I wanted to do this bit for is not even funny anymore. It's way funnier that you actually completely forgot that we were doing a podcast. You saw red ass. See? All right. Moving oh, on. Shit. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, I need some water. <laughs> Yo, I have played. No, before we move on, this is not even pod stuff. This is real life. I have played so many videos, so much audio, including a bar of soap, getting stuck up Charles Barkley's ass, and Katie has never been that invested. You, you completely forgot where we were. I did. And I loved it. All right, I got a couple callbacks, Katie.
0: Okay, what you got?
1: First one is, uh, shout out to Bert when he was on in a moment.
0: Absolutely.
1: My dude wanted to call Bert out. For what? And it was a valid point. And I was like, maybe I should call him out on a big show for it. But honestly, I don't know if it would be, like, worth it. I don't even know if it could do five, honestly. But I thought he had a valid point because now when B was here, I had a couple of drinks. And so the pod is a little different because there's probably points where as I was listening to it, I couldn't really listen to it anymore because I'm like, I probably wouldn't have said that if I wasn't just like having such a good time. Right. So you miss some things. But there was one point in the pod where I said something to the extent of, um, You know, being a man in the position I'm in today, we were speaking towards the value of marriage,
0: right. which is
1: ironic because we talked about it today on the big show as well. And I'd said, you know, the reasons that I don't necessarily see the value in marriage for men today. Right. So I really appreciated the take that I believe came from one of the callers as well as Cassie in that. There's no roles in marriage. Because sometimes I know what I want to say. I'm just not sure how to say it. Right. But remember when I told you a lot of the time when I ask women like, all right, so tell me what the value is for a man to get married. And I told you two things happen a lot. The first is, what's the value for a man? Right. Right. When I'm like, okay, most men don't even want to be married. So why would that be your first answer when you're the one that wants to be married? The Second one is, if I'm being honest, what you hear women say a lot. Cook, clean laundry. Now, I always felt like, but I could do those things. Like, I cook. I can clean. I can do laundry. actually been doing it my entire life. Right. That shouldn't be a value of marriage. I thought that that was wrong of me saying that until I heard women say there should be no roles. I don't always want to cook. Right. I don't always want to clean. And as a man, I'm like, you don't always have to. I get busy with you. Like, I'll have cleaning competitions with you. That's how I was raised. So that should not count as a value of marriage. Right. Because then we got to really get down to the nitty gritty of what you saved for marriage. And that's a conversation we're going to have at another time. Right. But with all that being said, when I said that to B, and in his defense, he did compliment me in the sense of he said, I do think somebody who has lived the way you have lived and have built what you have built, it should take you longer. Yes. But he also said... That's a bit arrogant. And I wasn't offended by it. I didn't think anything of it at the time that he said it until my dude was listening and was like, I don't like that. And I said, why? And he said, because why, bro? Why as a man, if you have put yourself in a position where you have something to offer, a lot to offer, a lot to bring to the table, when you simply say, I want want a woman who is equally yoked, who's going to make me proud, who's going to match what I have done, you'd say that's arrogant. But if the roles were reversed and it was a woman who was saying, I've lived this way, I've built this life, I can do this on my own, and I want to see as a man what you're going to bring to me and what you're going to put in front of me that's worth me doing this, everyone would say, no, you're worth. Go get them, queen. Don't settle for less. Why if a woman would say that, we'd support it. But when a man says it, it's arrogant. And he was like, even men don't want men to be great. And I was like... I can't knock you. That's valid. What do you think about that?
0: Honestly, I think it's a traditional role thing, right? Like, with guys, it's expected for certain people who believe in that traditional mindset that it's expected that you're supposed to be, you know, already squared away and doing your shit and on your shit. And because it's expected, when you say, hey, I'm going in, doing the shit, it's like, okay, you overhyping yourself up. You arrogant now. Right. Instead of realizing that, no, I'm just about my shit, and I want to meet someone else who's about their shit. Eagle and yoned. we can be about our shit together.
1: Because if you're not equally yoked with what I've done, then I'm going to have to work harder.
0: Yep.
1: I'm going to have to pull you up here. And this is not a gender thing. This is a person thing. Yeah. But I did think that was valid. But with that in mind, I believe I asked you this too. But I know I asked a few people behind the scenes, and I'm curious though as to what you think about this. When you think of number one draft picks, let's keep it a buck in here. We came to par today. What do you think is the number one thing that most women, never all, but the majority of women look for in considering a lifelong partner? The number one thing in a man that they hope he has?
0: (sighs) Number one?
1: Because I asked a few people this question, I got the same answer.
0: I'm pretty sure. Well... The first thing that came to my head is a stable career. Money. Yeah. That's what, that's what pretty
1: much everybody said. Financial. Right. I surveyed 100 people. They said money. That's fair. I also surveyed the other way. In a woman, if we talk about marriage, long term, what's the number one thing you think men said? Ooh. When you think about marriage, being a mom, family woman, those kind of things. What do you think the number one answer was?
0: Shit, I don't know.
1: Uh, I'll I'll tell you if you don't know, but I was just curious as as to what your guess would be because I wanted to see if it matched all the answers I got. You know me. When I'm in a room full of people, I like to survey some things and just get to see how people think. And I was shocked by when I asked this question pretty much unanimously. I got the same answer for both. For men, it it was money. I'm not saying that that's all women care about. You know, you got to be very specific when you say these things. I'm not saying that the only thing that matters, but for the majority, when you looked at what the number one supportive? attribute was, nah, it was way more shallow than that.
0: It's about physical appearance. Mhm. Really? Not
1: appearance, but it was about oh, physical. Just sex. It's body count. Uh, that's what it was.
0: What's her body count?
1: That's what it felt like the majority of the room felt. It's like women typically Want that man to have some money. And men typically want that woman to not have been everywhere, for lack of a better term.
0: Mm.
1: Now, you can debate this until the cows come home about if it's important, if it's not important. We've obviously spoken on this platform about if the past should matter, if it shouldn't matter. Right. I take pride in the fact that I've spoken very vividly and clearly and precisely as to why I believe it should when it comes to being married. I won't go into that again. You can listen to it if, if you want to. But then I thought about it this way, if those are the number one options, men have to live a life that's conducive to having money if they want to have money. So if having money and being successful is the number one thing that makes men marriage material, and I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying if that's what the survey says, well, you ain't got no choice but to get up off your ass and really live like that, right? Right, You can't sit around and play with that and then all of a sudden be in your 30s and be broke. And then when women look at you and go, you ain't really marriage material because you broke, which I believe most women would say, right? Yep. Most women are not looking at a man in his 30s that's broke and saying, oh, yeah, I'd love to marry him. He's the top draft pick. They're not doing that. And as a man, typically, you don't have a choice but to accept that. You should have got some money, bruh, right? If we being fair. So if we're being fair and you flip it, Well, you can't tell women that today. You can't say to women, well, did you live a life conducive of being a wife? Because, uh, well, they've made whole phases popular. Right. So then shouldn't men be able to make broke phases popular? We just pardon. We just pardon looking at it from both ends. (laughs) No. (laughs) Right? Like, should we accept broke phases? No. Then why do we accept whole phases?
0: It's hard to explain.
1: Because you have to look at it from both perspectives. And again, if a woman wants to live her life how she chooses to live her life, ain't nobody mad at that. Live your right. life, queen. Who cares who judges you, right? But we're not judging. We are just saying, if a woman can look at a man and say, I'm not going to lie, I want my man to have a little bit of money. Right? Like, he ain't got to be rich. I don't remember what uh, show it was, but I watched something where I remember the woman said, might have been Marilyn Monroe, but don't quote me. But she had said something to the extent of, I'm not saying he got to be rich. But damn it helps. Right? Like it's cool. It's cool if he's cute. But boy, would it help if he was rich, right? What's wrong if a man feels like I ain't saying she gotta be low with it, but damn it helps.
0: If that's how that dude feels, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that because everybody's gonna feel a different type of way. The problem that I see is one, is going to affect our household. Finances affect the household. Who you slept with in the past doesn't affect the household. Yes, it affects, it affects you. I, I don't
1: like that. Because if it, I don't see, think okay, it affects this, the oh, household. I, I'm glad we're talking about this because that's where I feel like you don't think about the man's mentality. And sometimes I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. Men do it too. It's not fair that a lot of women, not all, but a lot of women don't think about the man's mentality when he finally gets to you. That should matter to you. Unless you just don't give a shit about what your king, your person. I'm not talking about all these clowns you're going to deal with before him. I'm talking about him. Him. His mentality should matter. What he has to deal with mentally should matter. And most men, most good men. Right. Are going to get over it because they don't have a choice. Right. But they'd be lying to you if they didn't tell you by the time they get to their queen, they hope that she wasn't out there, out there. The same way I think most women would be lying if they didn't tell you by the time they get to their king, they hope he got three dollars. And I do believe that men, just like women, if you do want to be married at the end of the day, you should live a life that's conducive to you actually being married. I don't think men should just be out here just blowing it all away, not caring, whatever. When I finally do get married, I ain't got nothing to offer my wife. I ain't got nothing to offer my kids. I ain't live a life conducive to that. You're not marriage material. But why does that only seem to matter to men? That should go both ways. Same thing for a woman. If you don't want to be a wife, who gives a shit? Go out here and do what you do, baby. Live your life. Have fun. Who cares? But if you do truly, truly want to find a king and give him something that he can utilize to go to sleep at night with the peace, with the utmost peace of knowing who his woman is, where she's been, how she makes decisions, because we're talking about that background check thing, then why does it appear as if women don't never truly give a flying fuck about the mentality of the man that they finally meet at the end of the road because they feel like it doesn't have nothing to do with the household when you get there? Think about it like this. Maybe this will help, maybe it won't, Katie. I don't know. Okay. But do your life choices matter outside of that as far as everything else? Like probably wouldn't commit crimes if you didn't want to go to jail in the future, right? Right. You just would move different. If you had a different idea of life. If you wanted to be president one day, would you be sending nudes? Mm. Then you don't want to be president. Mm. You think you want to be president. You really think like if you if you 14, 15 years old and you know you want to be the next Michelle Obama, you don't think it's a certain way you got to move?
0: I mean, when I, when I was younger, there's a lot of things that I wanted to be when I got older that a lot of things that I did in college probably wouldn't have been, you know, helpful towards that in the future. Just a lot of shit that I've done in the past that if I, you know, go to new levels in my career, later down, that may come back and bite me in the ass. Uh, but during that time and during that moment, I'm not thinking about that. I'm just living in the moment. And I'm That's just doing problem. me, right? That's the problem. Now... I get what you're saying. Why is it that some women are not thinking about the man's mentality, especially a man who's like, hey, if I'm saying that for a wife, I would have preferred that she didn't have a whole phase, right? The thing is, and what I think that a lot of women, when they hear that, they're not thinking about what they want out of a man and how to compare it to. Like, you know how you're trying to, like, you were like, okay, if one, why isn't a broke phase accepted, but a whole phase is, right? Mm -hmm. Women's not seeing that. That's the problem. What we're seeing is that once again, men want to judge us for our body count. I know I know, okay. I know. I know. I know. I know not what you're that. saying. But I'm I just am just trying feel to tell like, you how we see it right now and why, why we're we not talking. thinking about it.
1: But that, like, that's why we're talking. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it's not about what men think. Yeah, I'm talking about one man. Right. I ain't talking about men. Like, I feel like women do that. And that's why we're talking. Right? You're talking about what men think. Who cares what men think? Hell with what these men think. These men don't think. Of, like, those men that you done had the whole face with. Who cares what they think? They they wanted one thing from you. Right. I'm talking about one man. Just one. One man. Your king. That guy. Your person. The guy that literally is going into being the only reason you even live in. Him. Just him. Right. What about him? You care what he think?
0: I feel like a woman should, but she hasn't met that man. So she doesn't know what that man's going to be like in her life or what he's going to think or what his values are. You Not see what I'm Not
1: planning what you're doing right now for the future. Now, you can't tell women that's already been past that phase. Anything. They done done it. They done did it. But what if you could talk to the youth? And I'm talking about, and men too. What if you could grab a young man and go, yo, fam, don't be out here wilding like that with these women that ain't worth it. Put your money in your pocket. Get you some money first. Get a job. Get yourself up. Build your self-esteem. Work on something. Have something to offer that woman when she decide that she want to marry you. Why you can't tell young women the same thing? Yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. because- queen. Don't go out here wilding with these men that ain't worth it. Because a lot of women will tell you when they get older, they regret it. You look back and you realize you was running around giving your body to somebody who didn't deserve it. Wasn't even worth it. Wasted your time. That's all he wanted. That's all he could give you. Couldn't give you shit else. Now you got to go get the king. You know how much it hurts that man to know that somebody else enjoyed the woman that he loves more than anything on this earth? And I know you wouldn't care because most women don't give a fuck. But there are some women who do. There are some women.
0: And that woman is for him. The woman who doesn't give a fuck is not for him. Then that's not her king and that's not his queen. As simple as that.
1: That's very true. I completely agree with you there. But I'm just saying if we putting lessons into the universe and trying to help people, especially the youth, not make decisions that they would regret, what's wrong with that formula?
0: Well, then here it is. All right. Hold on to your precious flower if you don't want to do that and don't feel pressured to do anything else because of what society's saying or a woman's like, oh, you had to have a whole face. You don't have to have a whole face. Just do you and just be aware of your actions because every action has a consequence for every. Action, there is going to be a reaction. It's simple as that, okay? But don't get mad if you lived your life one way and someone else that you try to date says they don't like that life because of how you lived your life. That person is just not for you and keep it pushing. But don't blame that person or a whole gender. There you go. Message received. Simple as that.
1: I've been trying to say that for 142 episodes and I finally got through to Katie.
0: It's not that you, did, yes. you got through to me. I understand I, what you're saying. I'm just saying we're I'm making it more complicated why? than what it is. It's not that complicated. It's not that deep. Oh, all right? you'd be
1: surprised. Yes, it is. It's
0: No, it shouldn't be. And then it, those who make it that deep, that's on y'all, some of y'all are just stupid. It's real simple. Cut dry. Cut dry. That's it. Don't get mad if someone doesn't like something that you did. Because that's not their preference. Keep it pushing and you're going to find someone that accepts you for however you lived your life. Simple as that. But just know that for everything you do, there's going to be a consequence. So just be prepared for that and get tested and uh, live your life.
1: Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.